it's okay. It's fine. You can, you can be in a rut or you can be in a state in which you're not like producing a bunch of stuff and that's, that's okay. And it's just like, it'll come and go. And if the more that I would fixate on getting out of the rut, the less likely I am to get out of the rut. Welcome to Shadow Work Podcast. I'm your host and my name is Matt. I started this podcast for two reasons. One, because I think we need a counter narrative to the one being fed to us by society about what it's like to live as an artist. We're constantly told that artists live poor, lonely, miserable lives. And that narrative has kept me from pursuing my dreams for a huge chunk of my life, which is why now I want to do whatever I can to change that narrative, to give us back faith that what we're doing as artists is really just following our soul's true calling and that doing what makes us happy is not spoiled, but actually will allow us to bring inspiration and joy to other people. My second reason for doing this podcast is to create a community. A lot of us don't have a group of artists around us that we can reach out to for support and encouragement when we're struggling, or even just someone who can say, you know what, I've been there too, when we're in a rut or just blocked in any kind of way. So by having open and honest conversations with artists about what it's really like, about the ups and the downs, I hope to bring this sense of community to artists and creatives who really need to hear these conversations. I'll be asking the people I interview how they've overcome their blocks, how they've raised their self-worth, and how they manage to stay sane and productive in their creative lives. So if you know anyone who might benefit from hearing these conversations, please share it with them. And if you feel like it, give us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so let's try. So I'm just going to... My first question is always asking you to introduce yourself just for the people listening who don't know you already. Yeah, sounds good. Um, My name is Evan. Should I first name, last name? Doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever you feel like. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, My name is Evan Dole. I um, I live in Seattle. I am currently, I'm working as an art director at um, Psalm, which is a consulting company. So it's a lot of the work that I do on a daily basis is very different from the stuff that I, you know, like to do, like the more illustrative type things that are more fun. Um, and I've been there for about a year and a half now. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a great company to work for. Lots of good things. So a good amount of freedom there, but also lots of corporate stuff. So yeah. And, uh, and your illustrative work, um, can you talk a little bit about that? Is that like self-initiated projects mostly or do you work for clients? That is, it's a little bit of both. I think it's definitely, it's great. I'll have like clients occasionally. Um, I'll do, I'll just kind of take on projects here and there. It, it, I'd say usually, you know, it's rare that I don't have at least one project going generally. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, most of the stuff that I do is just kind of self-initiated. I am. Um, I like I have to take the bus, you know, an hour each way to work. So I try and spend that time drawing as much as possible. And um, I love drawing on the weekends is kind of like one of my favorite things to do. Um, yeah. So I'd say most of it is just self-initiated, whether there's like a lot of times it's kind of stupid, like where it's just an inside joke, you know, either something that I've like talked about with my friends or my wife or something that I just kind of have an idea of what would be fun, but it's, it's mostly just, yeah, kind of like little self-initiated projects. Sometimes they're a little bit more 
structured. And then a lot of times it's just like, I'm just going to doodle a bunch of different characters. So. And, uh, and, and what, what are you working on at the moment? Is there anything like you're particularly preoccupied with? Yeah. I, it's preoccupied with like, there's a, there's a few things right now. Cause I have like, I guess I have some like good preoccupations and then also some bad preoccupations. Like <laughs> work has been really like stressful lately. So I feel like I've been really preoccupied with a lot of organizational systematic work things that has yeah. been kind of occupying a lot of my time. But then the good things that are preoccupying is I had someone approach me recently about doing a mural. And so um, a lot of the things that I've been posting, there's like kind of a series that I was just like messing around with that are all black and white of these different characters and different like phrases and things like that. And those are kind of like building out a library for kind of like testing both like stylistically and then seeing if anything is cool that I would want to like include in this mural. And I think like we've kind of landed on doing it black and white and doing it um, in that aesthetic. And then it's just a matter of getting all like the different messaging pieces and, you know, kind of figuring yeah. out what they're trying to say. So that's been like the drawing wise, the thing that's probably preoccupied me the most. Did but, you do murals before? Or I, I saw you did a, a truck. Yeah, I got I got a chance to do a, a food truck, which was great. So um, cool, yeah. It was like a super cool opportunity. I was a little bummed because I, I like had a lot of directions I really wanted to go with it. And it just came with like a, the perfect storm of like my freelance life and my work life where I was trying to get it done like in a really short time frame. And so... I definitely, I love, I mean, I'm glad, I think it turned out well, but I also like, every time I look at it, I'm like, ah, I wish I could have like done more with it. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't feel like, I don't feel like I blew it, but I feel like it was like an awesome opportunity. And I look at it and I'm like, I wish I could have spent more time on it. Oh, I know the feeling. I mean, I did a, I had to do a few banners that, that are hanging yeah. across a street in my neighborhood and they're going to hang there. I don't know how long, but probably like years. <laughs> And it was like such a like tight deadline. I think I had three days and uh, every time I look at them every day and it's like, oh, I wish I had had more time. <laughs> so, so I know the feeling. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, and I feel like every once in a while, like, you know, when you make something that you feel like particularly proud of um, and you're like, every once in a while, like I'll spend 30 minutes on a drawing and I just feel like I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm so excited about it. Verse, and it like goes nowhere and it's like a thing that isn't going to be seen anywhere. It's just like kind of for yourself versus like sometimes I feel like I spend, I don't know, like 20 hours on something and then it goes everywhere and it's not great. I'm just like, how is it's just such a weird like sometimes it just works out and sometimes it doesn't. And for some reason, I feel like oftentimes the things that that I'm not super proud of that those get used the most. And I'm kind of like, well, that's just the way it is, I guess. So. Yeah, I guess also if clients have something to say, then, I mean, I've, I felt a lot of the time now I don't really do client work anymore, but when I used yeah. to, I feel like, yeah, you know, because they would always want something different from okay. my vision. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think that's probably it. I think that, that kind of comes down to it. Like they, they start, I had a client recently that was awesome that essentially it was for like an album cover. They basically just said, do whatever you want. And they're like, we want it just to be completely packed with illustration and just like have at it. 
And so, you know, that was like a, a, a pretty awesome, like blank canvas. And they were super true to their word where they like, didn't, they were like, yeah, we love it. And they didn't actually end up changing anything. So. Oh, amazing. Well, that's like once in a <laughs> blue moon kind of dream yeah. client, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, I think it's such a shame because if you want, I mean, that's just in my experience. If you want the illustrator to do their best work, you should just give them like f free range because totally. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know. It's I, I've I've spent a lot of time like fighting with clients and trying to get them to understand this, and it's it's been it's been tough. But now I'm lucky. I get hired, and people see me more like as an artist than an illustrator, so they just they just already know that I'm just going to do whatever I want. <laughs> Which is, that's like, I feel like that's the, that's perfect. That's the dream right there. If they're yeah. kind of hiring you for that specific thing, which I'm hoping that this mural and so far the way it's kind of been set up, it's kind of shaping up to be that way, but yeah, we'll see. But uh, where, where is the mural and how big is it? Well, so it's, it's actually, it's funny. It's, um, for the company that I work for kind of like a different organization, they just like moved into a, a new floor in our building and they they like have a blank wall that um the art director or creative director whatever his role is in that organization had seen seen some of my stuff on instagram and was like we're saving this wall for you so it's kind of cool it's going to be at the same building that i work on just on a different floor um and i don't i forget how big it is it's maybe like 15 or 20 feet by like 10 feet so it's not it's nothing substantial and it's actually the first mural that I've ever done really. I the mm -hmm. food truck was um that was all just like a vinyl wrap so I didn't actually like paint that. I just designed it in Illustrator and Photoshop and then for this one I'll actually have to figure out how to paint it because <laughs> I haven't done that before. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I think I can figure out I'm I'm going to definitely like ask around to a bunch of other like there's a bunch of Seattle artists I follow that do murals and I yeah. want to like reach out to them and say like, Hey, any like tips or pointers on paints or, you know, things like that. And then I'll have to like kind of practice before I dive in it. But yeah, definitely. But I mean, that's a, you gotta just like jump off that cliff, right. And just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a... I've always wanted to do murals. Um, cause I feel like that seems like such a fun, large, you know, canvas to work on. But, um, this is kind of like the first, the first try at that. We'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm sure it's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be checking it out on Instagram when. But I think murals are really fun. I mean, I started doing them, and it really changed a lot for me because you you do go upscale and you realize how everything has to work like in a in a more simple way. I guess your style is already. Yeah, and that's. I think that's why. That's why I chose. Well why we were kind of looking at that, the style that I've been posting lately, because they are very like trying to eat, kind of flatten and simplify things as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, it could, they, it could get simpler, but you know. They look like a little bit like flash tattoos, kind of. Yes, definitely yeah. super inspired by flash tattoos. Yeah, I love it. It's really, it's really nice. So it's going to be awesome. So, so um, what about your path to where you are now? Like, how did you grow up? How did you get interested in being creative? And yeah, totally. So I have like a, I have an interesting background, especially professionally. It's a little more uncommon for creatives. Um, 
I guess I'll, I'll start from like childhood and kind of work my way up to where I am now. But mm-hmm. I, my parents, I think were, they would let us watch TV a little bit, but not as much. I think they, they always, you know, encourage us to draw and like, I, I have actually, so I guess it's probably worth mentioning. I, I always forget about this because the older I get, the less our lives are quite as intertwined, but I have a twin brother um, and as well as like an older sister, but with my twin brother, um, he is also an illustrator slash designer um although he does a little bit more professionally he does more ux focused stuff and so when i say we referring primarily to me and my twin brother because we're pretty much like doing the exact same things throughout all our formative years and yeah so our parents just encouraged us to draw i we, we drew a bunch like in high school and mostly it was it was just kind of like self initiated doodling i guess like um all of my notebooks are filled with doodles i think that's kind of probably a pretty classic thing for a lot of people that grew up with creatives and they look back and they're like oh yeah i was always kind of like sketching do you still like carry a a notebook around with you yeah i do i i use it when i need to like think really quickly and really roughly um yeah i i think for the most part like if i'm going to work on a project i'll i'll unless I know what I want to do with it, I'll start with like just kind of a rough pencil or like pen sketch of just kind of like compositionally what I want to do. So I have like a dozen or so notebooks filled with sketches and I kind of like have those all like in a fireproof safe somewhere in my house. Oh, nice. (laughs) I've left the safe unlocked in case we were ever like robbed because I want people to like open it and then decide that they were going to leave it if say for instance if someone you know robs our entire house i'd be like just leave like the things leave these things behind so yeah (laughs) it's there mostly just for safety from fire but yeah definitely yeah i usually like i always have sketchbook lately now i'll you know i draw a bunch on uh ipad i'm sure a lot of people do like it's yeah me too yeah it's so convenient it's It's like crazy yeah and you can move so quickly from you know ipad to shop like it just makes everything like a thousand times faster i guess Uh, it Uh, does i mean the only thing that i wish about the ipad is that you could like stop yourself from zooming that there would be like an because yeah i zoom a lot and it's driving me mad (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so funny yeah (laughs) i don't know if i have that same problem like like just the way like you accidentally like going zooming in and out or no, no, I zoom in and then I like sit and like, because I'm a perfectionist and I'm trying, I'm like a recovering perfectionist. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I go in and I zoom in on the line and then I sit and like do stuff that nobody's ever going to know about because when yes. it's printed, like seriously, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I, I guess I do that too. Like, um, and like, it's almost like, it's just like a completely different experience of like sketching with a pen or pencil versus iPad. Cause then like, yeah. I'm constantly drawing and redrawing the same line and then I'm like shaving little bits of it. Like I, exactly. I think I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to stop. So I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, or, or I don't know if it works out fine. Like <laughs> it does. It's just, I'm, I'm drawing like a lot, a lot of pages and I've noticed that yeah. if I don't zoom, it, it goes a lot faster and the result is basically the same. So it's just my own kind of, need for that line to be yeah like you said shaven like exactly yeah but i like you know even it's so funny though because like even if no one else notices like even just doing it for myself i like that like 
you know, um, I feel like, it, it, and this is funny, like um, a lot of things I post on Instagram, generally, well, not generally, it, it kind of varies, but oftentimes it feels like the thing that I'm posting that I am the most proud of, that I like the most, um, yeah. isn't generally liked that much. And then the things that I'm kind of like, feel like are fine, get more likes. It's really funny how it works. And so like, you know, oftentimes with anything like this, I'm just kind of like, unless it's like client work, obviously I'm doing it for the client, but if it's something that I'm just drawing, I'm like, this is, this is just for me really. Like I'm not doing this for you. So like, uh, so it's funny, like when you're talking about all the things that you would notice, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, cause it's, you know, it's for, it's for you to a certain extent, right? Like, yeah. So if, if you're going to see something and be unhappy with it, I'm like, all right, you got to go back and fix it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's funny that you mentioned that with Instagram. I've noticed that every time I kind of change style, I go in a new direction, I get like the, the number of likes will just like plummet. Um, and I have to, instead of being like, Oh fuck, nobody likes this. I have to just be like, ah, you know, ice don't care. <laughs> yeah, And you're like, no, I like it. It's fine. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I feel like I could talk about Instagram and like society and how pressure and all that stuff. I could talk about that for like probably days. I do think it's very interesting because it affects all of us, especially like creators. So yeah, I'd love to hear what, what your thoughts are about Instagram and society and all of that. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I feel like I got a lot. Um, I don't know. So maybe I'll finish my current train of thought because I keep getting like one segue into another segue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll go back to real quick my background and then we'll transition to Instagram because um, yeah. the, the thing that I was going to say about my background that makes it a little bit more unconventional, I guess. And also, for that matter, my twin brother has the exact same background. I um, I originally went to school and got a degree in accounting and international business. And so then I graduated uh, and I became a CPA. And so I did, you know, corporate and partnership taxes for like three years um, and was not happy with that. And so then quit accounting without really knowing what I was going to do. So. Previously, I thought design just meant like drawing pictures um, and I had no real frame of reference for like really all that it entailed. So I quit just being like, I drew pictures in like high school and college in my notebook. Like, I think I can figure this out and then quickly learned that it's like obviously way more complex and like, <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that. Um, yeah. So that was like a, that was a really good learning experience and so I went to design school after being an accountant which was good like i feel like i learned a lot from being an accountant so right right yeah i mean i've, I've had the same kind of like really long journey to yeah. being where i am now and i think but but so cool that you were able to sort of feel that that you weren't happy and act on it because a lot of people feel it and a lot of people don't and and then fewer people act on it i think you know like yeah I was like definitely super fortunate like to be in a position to like to act on it. I am um, because I saved for like three years and I had enough kind of saved up where I could go back to school and then like work part time and kind of like pull it off. And it was it was one of those things I was just like I had a lot of people actually tell me it was a bad idea. Like I had people legitimately say you should not do this. And I was like, ah, crap, I kind of feel like I have to. Uh, <laughs> 
And like some people, yeah, very legitimately worried about whether I was going to be okay, which is funny. My parents never worried. They were like, oh, yeah, go for it. We never saw you as an accountant anyways. Um, mm. But more of like friends or friends of friends that were like, I would tell them kind of what I was doing. They're like, I actually, it's funny. I showed someone a drawing that I had done and she hated it. She hated the drawing and she hated, she was just like, She's like, I actually, she was trying to tell me, like, you should go back and try and get your job back. Wow, that's just. It's pretty funny. Uh, I I guess that's people's own fear, maybe, that they're kind of projecting onto you. Um, I think there is so much programming from society that you can't be an artist or designer or draw for a living. I know. Uh, Yeah, and it's scary and, oh, you're going to die and you're going to be a drunk and live on the street and all of that stuff. Uh, I mean, I've had to, like, unblock a lot of that in in me, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a super interesting experience. Um, And it was cool, though, because, like, when I went back to school, I was able to work a bunch of, like, different part-time jobs. So I, you know, while I was in design school, I was also doing taxes part-time. And then I also worked on... I got to work like an Alaskan fishing boat for a while and I coached cross country. I did, like it was fun just being able to do different things, especially like after three years of like focusing on, you know, corporate taxes. Like, yeah, that's so wild. What, did, what do you feel like you learned like life lessons from accounting? I'm just interested. Yeah. Well, from accounting, I mean, I definitely learned. Um, it's so funny because like right now I work because I work, you know, in-house creative at a consulting company and having that background in accounting is like super useful to like be able to budget time and like even just being able to like work with executives that um having that background of working more with like senior managers and partners in in the firm that you get more comfortable with i think it just helps having kind of kind of like a more of a sense of like business etiquette and common practices and stuff like that like a lot of those soft skills that you learn like working for you know a public accounting firm um mm-hmm. they were pretty helpful i think in transitioning to especially where i am now um and like budgeting time and working with projects and like even like yeah. think a little bit more high level of kind of like what the point is like yeah definitely and like at that discipline is probably really good i also think from when you have a full-time job and then you're working like your creative stuff on the side you need that discipline i mean yeah yeah to get to get stuff done right and it's so important yeah yeah definitely and i also think like taxes skewed my mind to like as far as the amount of work that people should do um because i you'd be working like 80 to 100 hours a week and now i feel like between working eight hours a day and like working drawing and stuff like that i'm like oh yeah this seems completely manageable and i also enjoy it way more so it doesn't even feel like work so but yeah i probably i know i probably should be better about that as far as like balance between how much i'm willing to work but i think that's probably a societal thing as well because i feel like there's like so much pressure like if you're not working and you're not creating somehow you're like failing so yeah yeah Yeah, and that's it's a it's a really big i don't know it kind of is a big problem i think because I used to do that and I just find like the less I work and the more I like go for long walks and stuff, yeah. the, the better ideas I get. Like the, my work just becomes so much better and I'm, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think like, I think because a lot of times I'm just working 
for myself. And I'm just like, I, it's more of just like a personal enjoyment of like, I really want to draw this thing. I have this idea. Yeah. A lot of times like it is more natural and like, it isn't like I feel this like pressure to create. And then I'm like, kind of like trying to force something. Cause like you said, like I, you know, I love, I mean, I take, take our dog for walks all the time. And, you know, I love like a running and biking. And I think I have a lot of like hobbies that are good resets to where like, if I'm working or stressed to like biking to and from work or like my wife and I will go do yoga, like all these different things that I think help, um, help my brain just kind of like reset and turn off and kind of like stop focusing on like trying to create something, I guess. But yeah, no, it's definitely, I think it's definitely something that I can always be improving on is like how much I'm like, I feel like I need to work versus like, you know, yeah maybe you don't maybe you can just take the day off and it's fine you don't have to feel guilty about it right right but that is that is really hard like for me too is if if i have a day where i don't produce anything it's kind of like yeah but are you worth anything now matt it's like (laughs) i hate that it's i like it's so funny because i like there's two parts of my brain one is like logical and that can look at you know a body of work and like and just be like no like you're doing fine like and also, like your your value isn't measured by what you're produced. Like you're just right. intrinsically value valuable as a human. Like it's great. Don't worry about it. And then the other half of my brain that does that same thing, where I'm like, if I don't create something in a day, it's so crazy. Because you could, I could walk away from something that's like finishing a client project that took me like several weeks, and I'm like so stoked about it. And then I'll like mm-hmm. post it on Instagram, and then it's the next like second I'm like okay what am I going to create next like there's this immediate feeling of dissatisfaction that just like creeps in and it's it those two halves of my brain are like you know I know that I shouldn't have that feeling but then it's still lingering yeah but I don't know I I think it's kind of like that drive is kind of like a gift just like wrapped in poop or something because it's it's good and bad right because oh totally yeah, but but it's also it could be like a nightmare if you can't if you can never just take some time off and relax. I know. Yeah, there has to be points of like where you're able to just turn your brain off and stop worrying about it. And I think maybe it's like I think it's probably all perspective. Like if you're coming at it from like the right point and it's not from a place of like worry or from stress and it's a, a place of like motivation and like wanting to create something. Yeah. Maybe that's like the difference. I don't really know. Um it's just a super interesting thing. And I think like, you know, obviously Instagram and Pinterest and social media, like all contributes to that feeling of like comparing yourself against, you know, but it's funny. Like I had a really good executive creative director who he was with uh, kind of like this in-house consulting studio within the, or he was within the studio within the consulting company. He was just like, he's like the best maybe one of the best humans I've ever met. And he's like, um, super positive. He's like, he's just like awesome all around. And he does such a good job of like celebrating other creatives and other creativity. It was, it was kind of like, I feel like I wanted to do that and maybe I was doing it a little bit, but he really exemplified like just being so stoked when someone out there is creating something awesome, whether it's your coworker or whether it's something on Instagram or something like that you see, like, Rather than like having a feeling of comparison and inadequacy, it's more of like 
he was just so excited that someone did that. And, yeah. and that, that's like really helped me, I think, like having that example where maybe there'll be moments like when your job isn't very cool. And I like was talking to a friend of mine who was doing like super cool stuff. And there wasn't like there wasn't like a feeling of comparison and jealousy. I was just like, I think just because of like the example that Taj sent, it was like, mm-hmm. I was just so excited for this person. I'm like, that's awesome that you get to do this work. And so I think it's hard like sometimes, but trying to like, just be really excited when people get to do something that they, you know, are excited about. So yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how it, that's how it should be. And not all this like, yeah, <laughs> judging and it, people and being envious and stuff. We should all support each other, I think, and lift each other up. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. And some, sometimes it happens and then sometimes it doesn't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so you have taken detours. Have you taken any other detours besides accounting? And like, how how did you get to the style that you have now? Is it was that through design school or? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's funny because like, I feel like I have somewhat of a style. It's not like a hundred percent baked. Because I'll look back at some things and they're like, I can always see. I feel like a thread, and sometimes it looks a little different like it'll manifest in an illustration a little bit differently you know yeah Um, versus like sometimes I look at people's like portfolio and it's like you can see it's like a hundred percent this is like the same aesthetics style texture all that kind of stuff yeah built out across a bunch of different like compositions like and I feel like mine it's not a hundred percent baked I'll sometimes it'll like you know, I'll get into like a a pattern where I'm doing pretty much the same thing. But I, in design school, it was really funny. It was just like, it was not illustration focused. And so I actually like was trying as much as possible to not illustrate things because that was like my tendency is just to like dive straight into like, okay, how can I use like an illustration to solve this problem? Yeah. Um, And so I was like, trying to to develop those like kind of foundational or fundamental design skills or techniques or whatever, just learning the rules, I guess. Um, And then at the same time was just drawing on the side and just sketching a ton. And I think it like, it's, it's always evolving to a certain extent. Um, But I, I just like trying a bunch of different things and then kind of over time there's things that, you know, you create that you're like feel I don't know, feel good about like, I, it's, it's funny. I can't really explain it very well. I just like, I think I get to a point where, um, yeah, I think, you know, you, you're kind of free in that way that you don't necessarily have to go and make something that looked exactly like what you did last time. And I think, I mean, for me anyways, it's super important to stay free like that and to allow myself to be like, Oh, this looks nothing like what you did last week, but that's okay. You know, and sort of, stay open and not because and that's another like hangout I have with Instagram is that the feed needs to be so uniform and I think it's so boring and really I think it's destructive for artists that like you say if everything is just kind of the same color same composition same drawing style same everything it gets boring I don't know I would get bored but I guess we're all different yeah totally and I like for me personally, yeah, that's how like that's how I guess I would feel about generally the stuff that I was producing. And obviously nothing against people that like are doing kind of like the same style and composition because like 
I think I was told by someone I, I did like an informational interview with, and they're pretty much like, if you want to get hired as an illustrator, you just have to get really good at a style and then just do that style and then you'll get hired to do that style. And which, I mean, take her to leave it if, if you think that's good advice or not. Um, and I guess like my current career path, I was never like trying to just like get hired to do different illustration pieces. Like, so I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll just kind of experiment and try new things and not feel beholden to what I've done in the past. But um, it's more of like if I see something that I've done that I really like, I'm like, OK, cool. How can I like replicate that or build that out or do more fun stuff with that? So mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little all over all over the place. But yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I think I mean, yeah, it looks like you're having fun. And like that's, you know, one of my <laughs> rules. So it's important, I think. Yes. No, yeah. that is. I think that's like probably one of the primary things is especially on my Instagram if it's not like something that I enjoy like because I feel like I do so many things or I'll I'll do a bunch of stuff for work I'll do a bunch of things and I like feel like should I post this because it shows like a more rounded designer but if it doesn't if it doesn't feel fun and doesn't feel like something I'm excited to post I just like let it go so yeah yeah I think that's that's the right way to go about it like because when we are creating, I don't really think it's supposed to be, I mean, of course there are days when you just have to get something done. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm drawing 300 pages of a graphic novel and obviously it's not all fun and like yeah. super joy, like, but, but I think yeah. it should be most of the time. Yeah. That's, uh, that's intense. That, that sounds like a lot. Oh, it is intense. <laughs> yeah. It's really crazy, but I've never done anything like that before, but um, I imagine it is a, a probably one of those times in which it takes a lot of discipline to kind of keep keep going with that. It does. I mean, seriously, I feel like I have to take all the skills that I have learned like through my whole life and just stack them up and be like, okay, I'm doing this project and I'm not going to stop until it's done. I mean, I drew like more than 200 pages and then I realized I had to redraw <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, yeah so that is uh, horrifying. I mean, yeah. probably like if you ended up realizing you needed to change something. Um, I've done that before. Like I did a poster and like some totes and some banners and like kind of like a style guide for um, like a block party the night before I was because I was actually doing it through a different creative agency. Like they had kind of hired me just to do some freelance illustration there. Yeah, and. The night before I was going to meet with the creative agency to show them what I had done, it was like midnight, and I was like, I can't, I can't show them any of this because this, oh. like, this just just doesn't feel right. I'm like really not proud of this. I feel like I was blowing this awesome opportunity. Um, so I started over at midnight, and I was like, I'm gonna, sh- I have to send this to them tomorrow morning. I think I can, like, I had a, a spark of like something that I wanted to go for, and so I was just like, all right. I'm just going to stay up until this feels right. Um, and I actually, I was happy with how it turned out. It just was like this weird feeling of like, when it doesn't feel right, recognizing that and being like, all right, we just got to pivot completely. Yeah. And that's, that's really cool because that, that's fucking hard to do because you could just be like, yeah, it's done. I'm going to just go to sleep now. Right. But that, I yeah. think that's really good to have that dedication and being like that the work really matters and, and you really, you know, give it your all, I think. Yeah. Well, it like, it like kills me putting something out in the world that I'm not, 
proud of. And so I, um, you know, oftentimes I'm working for like a company that I think is a little bit more professional. And so I have to make some compromises as far as like, this isn't what I would do personally, but I feel like it works for the company. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to something that's like, that I feel like I have more, you know, personal ownership over like an illustration of some sort, I'm like, I, it will kill me if I release this, like I have to fix it. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, what about blocks? Do you have like blocks where you just feel like you're in a rut or you can't, you can't seem to get ideas or? Yeah, I definitely like, I actually kind of feel like I'm in a little bit of one right now, which is kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is um, if, if it's because like I previously had like a few different projects and that I was working like for freelance and then I was, I was kind of just doing a few different things that it felt like I had like a constant flood of like kind of either inspiration or like prompts. And sometimes like, I feel like if I have a little bit of constraints as far as like, I know generally what the message needs to be, it's so much easier to come up with something. Cause I'm like, okay, I have to fit it into whatever this is. And so it limits like all the possibilities. And then I have like an idea that I can just run with. Yeah. But I'm right now in this point of like, I have the mural going, which I feel good about. Um, but that's kind of like the only prompt that I have in my, in my like personal creative stuff. And so I'm kind of like, I don't know, what do I, what am I supposed to do right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think like, as, as I think we kind of touched on this earlier, as hard as it is to just not worry about it and not feel like I need to be producing in order to like have value. It takes like a de- like a intentional mind, like I don't know, thought process of where I just have to like convince myself it's okay, it's fine. You can you can be in a rut or you can be in a state in which you're not like producing a bunch of stuff and that's that's okay. And it's just like it'll come and go. And if the more that I would fixate on getting out of the rut, the yeah. less likely I am to get out of the rut. And so I'm kind of like I'm gonna live my life. I'm going to hang out with friends. I'm going to, you know, um, exercise. I'll do all these different things that I feel like just would be a normal, healthy thing to do and just like not worry about it and trust that if I like kind of keep coming back to it and I like am persistent that it will like, you know, I'll, I'll get a flood of creativity at some point. It'll, it'll come back. Like it's not gone forever. Like, yeah, yeah. And definitely. And I think, you know, with experience kind of it, it also shows me that it does actually come. I mean, I just have to, yeah, let go a little bit and just let it flow. And then if I take a walk, I see some sign with a cool topography and I'm like, ooh, that, I could use that for that. And then, and then, and then I, all, all of a sudden I'm making like 500 totally. new things. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Like the, the less that you like worry about, almost like the more likely you are to like find a solution and, I do love, I definitely like street signs have been something I've been like really into lately. Like uh, I've been super like inspired even by like very standard, you know, governmental like exit signs or like these just like really not even like an interesting typography, but like there's something to them that lately I've like wanted to do a project that has a different interpretation of kind of like things that you see on, you know, just normal interstate signage i don't know like i feel like there's just sorts of fun stuff out there that like in the with the right like spin could be cool so 
Definitely. I also think like doing street art and stuff. I know that street art is not cool or anything, but I love it. <laughs> it's like I, I I usually go around and put post my rules up like around just because it's like an adrenaline kick because it's a little bit illegal, but not really. So it's not yeah. really like that bad. <laughs> Yeah, like what are they what are they gonna do, right? Like Yeah, I mean I could just like take it off with some water so it's not yeah. like graffiti. <laughs> yeah. I mean that seems cool. It seems cool to me, I guess. Like <laughs> it's it's really fun and kind of just like making that little intervention and actually I like taking art like and putting it in people's faces like that. I'll have to give it a try, you know. I um I haven't done a lot of street art. It's kinda of yeah. funny. I and it's and that's actually a weird thing too is like getting out of getting out of like a space of where it's so funny because like I, I try to think back like what was my life like like you know 15 years ago or 12 years ago whatever before Instagram was invented like yeah I think it's really hard to not see the world through the lens of like social media you're like you, and, and I think that happens to everybody. They like see something cool and they're like, oh my gosh, this is going to look so cool on my feed or this is going to be yeah. like, I need to do this, right? And oftentimes I do that with creative, like where I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be awesome on Instagram. Like I'm yeah. like, really excited to create this so that I can post it. And I'm like, it's kind of defeating the purpose a little bit. I mean, sure, it's great just to share your work and great to like celebrate other creatives, but I get so fixated on just like creating something so that I can post it versus yeah. like, doing something like outside of a digital space in, in a physical space, like street art. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I should probably do something like that. I mean, yeah, your stuff would be cool. And, and it's a good way to just get out. And it's so simple. You just need a brush and some, some kind of glue and your process. And that's it. You know, you probably have a print at work. You can like totally use that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should, probably should do some sort of like paste, you know, yeah, some paint like, stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll let I'll let you know if that happens. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and what about um, do you do any self sabotage? That sounds so <laughs> weird, but you mean like like um, like just kind of like I don't know. But for me, it it would be like a lot when I well when I started the graphic novel, I would sit and I would draw it, and then in my mind, I'll be like, well, this is shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody's <laughs> gonna like that type of you know like. <laughs> You know, I think like it's probably that's probably everybody does that to a certain extent, I'm sure. But I don't know. I think I maybe I think too positively of myself when I'm drawing stuff because it's so funny. Like every once in a while I'm drawing something and I'm like really excited about it. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I get that too. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm, I, I think I got better at identifying that little voice and being like, oh, it's you again. Well, you could fuck off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know, yeah, I don't know. I feel like... Um, I I haven't so much struggled with self-doubt on things that I'm creating. Like when I'm when I'm when I'm creating something or like when I'm drawing or doing whatever, I usually am just like really enjoying doing that thing and I think like I'm kind of like maybe it'll work out, maybe it doesn't. Like um if I go back and look through my sketchbooks or my iPad, I have hundreds and thousands, I don't know, probably thousands at this point of drawings that just like didn't make the cut or like well, and by make the cut, didn't make the cut for Instagram, I guess. That's the bar yeah. that I'm measuring my life by. So uh, <laughs> not really, but um, I, you know, they didn't didn't go anywhere. And I feel like that's fine because I'm, I'm just like, oh, well, maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it won't. 
when I'm creating something and if I'm like super stoked about it, great. And if it's not, I'm just like, cool, maybe I can, maybe like at some point down the line, I'll use like an element from this or I'll learn something like there could be some informative thing from a composition later that I'll be like, oh yeah, this is cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. The only kind of self-sabotage I do, I think is like, well, the main kind, I guess, is like when just looking at other people and I, I know it's, it's, this is counter to what I was saying earlier about trying not to like look at Pinterest and Instagram and compare myself to others and really celebrate other creatives. I will like, you know, in a moment of feeling down, I'll look at something like I'll like watch like an awesome animation or look at these cool illustrations and I'll just be like, oh man, I suck. Like this yeah. is like, I, I, you know, I'll never be able to create that or, you know, I compare, you know, compare yourself to other people and you're kind of like, yep, I should probably just quit because, you know, like, this is yeah. their so and I think everybody does that right exactly I think and I think that's why it's so important to talk about because we all do that I get I think so you know unless no I think we really all do that I've been trying to flip it around and be like every time I see somebody and I feel that kind of that envy or that like oh I wish I could do that I'm never going to be able to do that yeah. or I, I try to, to sort of I don't know, flip it around and be like that's amazing. If they can do that, I can do that too. I yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great way to, to, to think about it. And it's so funny because like, this is obviously a human thing. And so I like, you know, lately I've been thinking about in terms of this has probably existed forever. Renaissance painters. I bet there's like, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of Renaissance painters that would like paint something and then look at another painting and be like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yep. I'm never yeah. going to that. Like it, in, who knows, maybe they were never able to do that and maybe they grew into a good painter. Like, who knows? Um, but that's like, it's not a new thing. It's like a human thing, probably. Like, it's just been around forever. So yeah. uh, I think about it, I think about it all the time. And I think um, one of the things that my friends are sick and tired of hearing me talk about this because like, it actually kind of stresses me out and I like, will talk about it compulsively like at gatherings. But I like think about like how many people are currently on this planet and like how much the population has grown in the last, you know, 60 years. Even if you go back to like the 1950s, world population was like like two and a half billion and it's like almost eight billion. So if you think about oh, yeah. like that insane growth, it's crazy. And then you think about the availability of tools and resources. So like anybody can, well, not anybody, pretty much anybody can get access to Photoshop or, you know, they can get some sort of design software. It just is, it's so much more available now. And so yeah. if you start expanding like the huge number of people and like just the sheer number of people that are creating things, of course, there's going to be just amazing stuff constantly out there because it's just like multiply hundreds of hours of work that people are doing across mm -hmm. billions people like yeah there's going to be some a never-ending feed of like amazing creative work and so like i just always like i get stressed about that when i think about all the yeah. other people out there creating and i'm like i have to kind of turn it off and be like i'm not going to worry about that i'm just going to do my own thing like yeah yeah you, yeah i mean i used to have it a lot with it and I, I would be like oh I, I didn't go to art school and i just i'm so behind because i really didn't start like being serious until like five or six years ago you know but I don't know. I think that like kind of hunger and that feeling like behind kind of made me just run like faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I actually think that's true too, because like, again, like I keep, 
I keep saying things that are kind of like a little bit hypocritical or a little bit like paradoxical because I'm like trying to say, you know, not to let other people like get you down and not to like compare yourself, but also that drive of seeing how much other people can create and how awesome other people are like I think pushes you to do more stuff because you're like, well, I want to make uh, like I got to steep keep, you know, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think in the beginning when I got on Instagram and I started to get like a following there, I I was like completely like drawing because I wanted to post something. Now I, I kind of like uh, whatever. Yeah, it totally. got old. Like I don't get the dopamine fix so much anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday I'll get over that, too. You know, I'll stop. Stop posting and. I, I mean, I still post, but I just don't. I just post it and then I just sort of let it like have its own life. I don't really like care. I don't know. In 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 Denmark, they cut off the number of likes. Like, so I can't see them unless I kind of click on it. And yeah. I don't. So I just don't care. <laughs> that's great. I actually feel like that's probably like a healthier, holistic approach to social media. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying, but I definitely was like very, very hooked at some point. But it did make me like produce more. Like so in that way, Instagram did help me because, yeah, it lit like a fire under my ass. I'm like, OK, I have to draw a lot like all the time. So totally. I probably would be like, I don't know, at most like 50 percent of my productivity if it wasn't for Instagram, because I think like that is such a big you know, the sheer like availability of seeing what other people are creating is such mm-hmm. a huge um, kick to like, yeah, I should, I should take this time and make something. Yeah. And then you get that sweet validation afterwards. It's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, perfect. I, I do have worth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, everything's good in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always have to remind myself that's not that's not like sure that's great but that's not where my worth really comes from so yeah yeah well that's a constant struggle i guess it's like a lifelong thing <laughs> totally yeah okay so um i'm going to let you go pretty soon but i just wanted cool. to ask um do you have any sort of like dreams or ambitions or anything kind of bucket list like creative huge things you want to do or that's like a great question i feel like it's funny when I switched from accounting to design, I it was so insane because I went from doing something that I it didn't like hate accounting, but I was stressed and I got like essentially no um, sort of satisfaction or fulfillment from it. It was like I'm doing this because it pays the bills. I'm doing this because I'm creating a life for myself. I can just like, you know, I yeah. can fast forward 20 years and I'll like have a house and, you know, all this stuff. It's just like it was a very safe mathematical career. But then when I switched to design, like I started actually like enjoying the work that I was doing. And so I think like it's funny, like retirement is a thing that I like look at and I'm like at some point, yeah, I'll retire kind of professionally, like as far as like the amount of work, the clients I'm doing, you know, that kind of thing. But my relationship with work has changed like so much that I'm not like just like counting down the days until I'm 65 or whatever, because I'll be. I'll be hopefully creating until I die. Like, I think like I, I would like to just be in a position in which I can be making stuff for the rest of my life just because I have so much enjoyment and satisfaction out of just like making stuff. And so it's really interesting. And this is a little bit of a tangent to your question, but cause when I think about goals, like, yeah, I want to like, I want to do murals cause I think that would be 
both like super fun and fulfilling to have something kind of in a large scale. I would love to do potentially some sort of like children's book at some point, like mm-hmm. something that is so unique and like where it doesn't have to have like that same kind of like aesthetic. It can it can kind of take form and like be a personal fulfilling thing that also fills a need that the children like, you know, may love this book. Like, I don't yeah. know. That's, I don't think I articulated that very well, but <laughs> um, at any rate, yeah, like I would love to do murals, books and just like kind of just keep making stuff for hopefully the rest of my life. That's good. That's good ambitions, I think. <laughs> yeah. And even if it like I'm kind of like trying to remind myself, even if like I spend the rest of my life constantly drawing and constantly making stuff and it goes nowhere. I think that's okay because like even just the process of creating, I want that to be like enough that I'm just like happy just doing it, even if it's like just for myself. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's say I go the rest of my life and I never do a mural, never do a children's book, just trying to like be content that I could, you know, I get to live in, in still make stuff, even if it's just for me. So yeah, and being a creative like being, I think is, I mean, obviously I think that, but I think it's one of the best things, you know, and like in alignment with your soul. And I mean, I always try to like think about all of life as being as creative as possible, like in all, in all the different, like even if you're cooking or if you're like painting your house or whatever, but trying to make it like joyful and yeah. Yeah. So that's so funny that you say that. So my wife is really good at that kind of thing. Not yeah. necessarily, like she doesn't get as much joy out of like cooking, but she gets a lot of joy out of like, like clothes and decorating and like, like she loves, you know, interior design and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think she, she's really good at looking at it in a bigger picture of like holistically enjoying your life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like we'll move in, moved into an apartment and she's like, I want to paint the whole thing because it'll look nicer. And I'm just like, well, paint's going to cost this much and it's going to take this much time and, you know, like all these things that I'm more like... Um, yeah, the accountant in you, I guess. <laughs> like pragmatic or cynical or however you want to call it. Like, um, yeah. And I think, I, you know, she's oftentimes encouraging me to not to be that way and like just to enjoy the thing or, you know. And so yeah. I think that's really funny for me as a creative person to like have a really uncreative part of my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really, it is really interesting. And I, I can think I can always be better about like finding ways to, you know, enjoy creativity outside of just like, you know, little drawings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. All oh. right. All right. Well, um, I guess all this left is just where people can find you if they want to know more. I want to see your work. Yeah, I think um, Instagram is probably the best place. I also have a website. Um, should I say like a URL or something? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes too, but just why cool. not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's my website's doleevan.com, but I kind of feel like um, it's it gets outdated pretty quickly because Instagram is like so much easier to just update, but it yeah. has like my website has a little bit of a mix of um, like some of the uh, corporate consulting stuff that I've done as well as illustration, but I'd say like my Instagram handle is probably the, that'll definitely be the most up-to-date fun, fun stuff. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, enjoy your Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you. you so much for talking with me. That was really interesting. Totally. So great to talk to you. And definitely thank you so much for having me on. Um, and good luck kind of with the, the graphic novel and this series and all that kind of stuff. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, I'll see you on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shadow Work Podcast. You can find info about the artist I interview in the show notes below. And if you want to follow the podcast for updates and stories and inspirational quotes from other artists, we are at Shadow Work Podcast on Instagram and Facebook too. I really hope you were inspired by this episode. And if you know anyone else who might need to hear this conversation, please share it with them. And feel free to leave us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the podcast.